You know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him where all the watch for him, where the hey. brothers gonna be. Hey. <laughs> I just wanna see what she was gonna do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. We are back. Second hour. We made it. We making it. One down, one to go. We're chugging along this Monday morning. That's what we do on Mondays. (laughs) All right, check this out, y'all. Truth Nation, the COVID-19 pandemic has been declared ended, but has it ended in the black community? So you want to join 100 black men of Milwaukee this Wednesday at 6 p.m. as they will discuss just that. And more during the program, Where Do We Go From Here? The program highlights topics surrounding healthcare, 2.0, long COVID-19, diabetes, and related mental health issues in the black community. So tune in to Where Do We Go From Here? Brought to you by 100 Black Men of Milwaukee and made possible by the Morehouse School of Medicine and National COVID-19 Resiliency Network. Didn't I tell y'all about putting these four or five syllable words? This Wednesday. It's 8 o'clock, though. My my brain kicks in around 10. Okay, gotcha. All right. (laughs) So you want to tune in (laughs) to where do we go from here? This Wednesday at 6 p.m. on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. That's a lot, man, reading them three-syllable words in the morning. Yes, ma'am. But we are excited to have a very special guest in the studio this morning. We are joined by Antonio Morris, Money Coach alumnus with Secure Futures. What's up, Antonio? How's it going this morning? It's going pretty good, pretty good. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, man. You you came in, you say you like this energy and stuff. You know this is all fabricated, right? Oh, man, I can tell. But, no, no, you have a big, big week. Is specifically a big event coming up tomorrow. Like Secure Futures is a local nonprofit and is hosting its 15th annual investment conference tomorrow at the Wisconsin Center, and you'll be speaking at the event. So I know you're looking forward to that. How did you get this opportunity, and what will you be speaking about? I got this opportunity from a Money Coach when I was in high school. I had that's how I'm alumni now. When I finished high school and then the program, they ended up. Uh, asking me to speak four years ago for the investment conference beforehand. And then uh, I guess I did pretty good then. And I, you know, I always promote uh, what money coaches taught me, which is saving money, uh, seeking more financial education as it's, it's a growth, you know, it's a, it leads to a better you and better everything. Cause it can help you maintain it, get better in yourself. But uh, secure futures as a whole definitely helps advocate for financial education within the youth which does a lot for the community as, you know, the youth that we have. Um, not, not many people get talked about money in their household, and they taught me much about credit, budgeting, investing, saving, 
you know, a lot of things that don't get talked about in many households if I found out, like from my fellow peers and coworkers. Yeah. And and how did you learn about Money Coach? And what was it about the program that grabbed your attention? Because, yes, we all know about money. We know well, mostly how to spend it and not how to <laughs> save it. But yeah. like you said, you, you had an interest in what was it about Money Coach that grabbed your attention? Well, it wasn't just a way to get out of class because I was in school when I first started it. But, um, you know, it was it just really gained my attention as um I started learning about money and I wasn't learning about this stuff in school. I wasn't learning about this stuff at home. And from there, you know, it kind of just really intrigued me. Like, you know, money can do a lot for you. And I mean, I'm not just saying like it's buying clothes or buying a car. I'm saying like it can buy a house, it can buy assets. It can, you know, push you in a much better standing in life and have you much feeling better about every day as a whole. Antonio, you brought up a good point earlier about the exposure, the early exposure to financial literacy that typically does not happen. Through Money Coach, what have been some of the biggest things that you've learned as well as what have been, what are the, actually, let me just start with that question. What right now are some of the big financial challenges for young people in the city, in our community? And then what did you specifically gain from Money Coach that you can apply to solving those issues? Solving those issues, I can say is paying yourself first, saving your own money. You got to remember that, you know, nobody got your back like yourself. And having your own backing is the best backing you can ever have, is what I would say. And like Money Coach taught me from saving to paying myself first to also budgeting, you know, making sure I have money here and there, not trying to take money from someplace where I know I'm going to need it later. And um, really, Money Coach just had me right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. So paying yourself first. Let's talk about that a little bit more because we always hear about that. Give me an example. Give me a real world life example of walk me through how do I pay myself first? Well, for me, for me, but you're saying for you, um, it starts with every paycheck. I say you got to realize, like, are you going to save some of this money? Are you going to spend it all? Are you going to just put it into, you know, kind of useless things? Or you're not saying food is useless, but, you know, you can have a set budget for certain things, especially for car, how much you use on gas. You know, we know things are going to be, say, bills, or, you know, those are going to be popping up. So you can plan for those events and make sure you have that money ready. You know, I, I try to make sure I did that because, with budgeting and saving and just trying to use your money effectively, you have to make sure that things are always handled because you don't want to be lacking on financial tip of credit because, you know, you back on credit, you can end up, you know, real backwards real quick is what I would say. It's, it's a very serious matter for me. Yeah. Joining us in the studio on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is Antonio Morris, Money Coach alumnus with Secure Futures. He will be one of the speakers at the event, uh, the 15th Annual Investment Conference tomorrow at the Wisconsin Center. And Antonio, I think both me and Denise are looking at how young you are and how much, how interested you are in trying to make money work for you. And how have you taken the lessons you learned from money coach and shared them with your friends? Um, just from the start, I would say that just talking to credit about my, to my friends, you know, they had noticed that I have a higher credit score than them. And, um, I just started working on it. As soon as I turned 18, I had the influence of money coach, you know, some of my, uh, older uh, relatives around me, not many of them though, uh, but Money Coach is the main one that was there that showed me like, hey, keeping your credit under 30%, paying it off on time is going to really help you 
like manifest what you want. Uh, I'm over here way. taking notes. Shoot, Antonio over here schooling us, man. Right? Look, he breaking it down. I, look, I was gonna ask him, can I hold something? <laughs> but whoa. I feel he like say, whoa, whoa. I feel like that would be an inappropriate. <laughs> no, Denise. no, my sister, you gotta get right. your own. <laughs> you need to pay yourself first, Denise. Shoot, because I, I come to school up. Let me hold something. Yeah. <laughs> Not let me borrow. Let me hold it. <laughs> but he just mentioned something that was really, really um, uh, something that I just learned recently as well about the thirty percent with your credit cards making yeah. sure that you pay off at least that and not necessarily trying to just pay it off when it's a big bill because mm-hmm. that doesn't prove you have a strong credit history that just proves that you can pay off a lump sum mm-hmm. when you get the money to yeah. so i mean just putting yourself in that program just understanding what the 30 percent is i mean of course that was something you had to learn but what are some of your other biggest takeaways away from the program um i would say saving and budgeting of course that because you just have to make sure you got um like for me when they had me in the program they had it set for my enter- my entertainment my gas um my food you know they had it laid out just like a whole set of selections of what you would usually spend your money on and you know you can add, easily add up you know well some people easily you know what you're going to be spending for say throughout the week and you know that played a big part in just knowing how i was going to pay off my car like i had got my first car well my second car and i had got a uh, went through a finance and I got to do a dealership and I had to bite that bullet on that one. So, you know, saving and budgeting played a lot and paying myself first is what I had to do because I, I made sure my bills and everything was paid. But I had to make sure I'm saving money to complete my goal, attain my obtain my objective in life or my current objective. And I made sure I did that. So, Antonio, I'm going to rewind and go back to about my 23, 24 year old self. And you brought up a good point about saving and budgeting. Now, for those that are listening that were like me when I was 23. Sometimes I was living paycheck to paycheck, but sometimes even when that check come, I'm in the hole. So when you talk about budgeting, how do I realistically even start? Where do I begin if I am not even just living paycheck to paycheck, but I'm in the hole every time I get paid? I got to rob Peter to <laughs> pay Paul. Give well, me some, give me some, what is the money coach talks about budgeting? Where can I go to start budgeting if I live check to check or I'm in the hole? Uh, first, I would say you got to look at all your expenses, see what you're spending all your money on. Mm. And then you need to also calculate how much you are going to be making. I say I like to know what I'm going to make. So, you know, from your paycheck, you want to start trying to delegate where certain funds are already going to start going and knowing that you're going to save this or you're going to put this away or say, you know, some people have a 50 percent, 20 percent, 30 percent rule for like how they want to save their money, spend their money and then use 20 percent, say, for whatever your wants are, you know, because we all want things in life. But, you know, you only can get it if you got it. Man, Antonio is schooling us over here. Yes, Antonio Morris, money coach alumnus with Secure Futures, is in the building dropping some jewels. And, Antonio, why do you think it's important for teens to have a financial education program in high school? Oh, man, that that is a I – feel, I feel very strong on this matter because I honestly feel that, you know, kids, they feel that they don't – or teens or youth – they don't feel like they're learning sometimes in school, which they are. But, you know, some people pick up on different things. And, and money is a it's a global thing. It's not just a one thing. And for us in our city, it's literally everywhere, every state, every city, every everywhere in the world. So, you know, just knowing how to plan out your money, how to use your money, and knowing what money can do for you, such as obtaining a house, getting a car or other assets, and just, you know, life insurance, IRA, stocks, those things that can go long ways rather than, you know, buying some shoes, which, yeah, that can be an asset. I have some. But, you know, everybody wants to wear shoes. You can, if you want to not wear them, it's gonna, it can be an asset. But, you know, 
having your money put up in certain places definitely can help you get to a better place is what I say. Yeah, and it seems like it has done a lot for you. And how can our listeners learn more about Money Coach and Secure Futures? Uh, Money Coach and Secure Futures, they have a website they that you can go into and access and see previous things that they have done for the community and the city. And they, on there they have, um, I want to say, worksheets or like, you know, budget models that you can actually go and people can use themselves, not just the youth, DOS as well, you know. Everybody needs it. I mean, it's there for everybody to use. These Secure Futures Money Coach is there for to help the youth and the people. That's what I say. And, and my understanding is that tomorrow during the special event at the Wisconsin Center, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. You're, you're going to be a guest speaker. That's a big deal. Can you give us a little preview of what you're going to be sharing with the audience? The, yeah. this Now, you know this is Denise's lane right here, <laughs> so she want to make sure you're good for tomorrow. No, and I appreciate that. Definitely <laughs> Of <do>. course. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be speaking on us. For what it's done for me, as I spoke four years ago at the last conference, so it's like a more so of a life update is now what Money Coach is still doing for me and how it has influenced me and many others that I affect or, you know, that I influence with just the the money, the financial literacy that I gain just from everyday life or even from Money Coach back then, I still take it care with me now. Yeah, and so is, is Secure Futures, can adults, can can like grown folks do? No? I love oh, it. Come on. I love it. Get your stuff together look, hey, now. Look, we all need this education. No, no you are come not on now. 50 years old walking up in here. Look. You don't sit. I, I love it. Hey, hey I'm sitting next to a 15-year-old. Right. Like, like, look, man, hey, it's hard look out here, right? Look at your 67. <laughs> it is hard out here, man. What you say, Um, look, So, uh, <laughs> how you doing? Is this my uncle that just sat next to me talking about he got to get his finances together? Uh, yeah, I know you ain't got the bills I, I got. I know you but, ain't coming uh, in you know. here with your cane talking about Hey, I pain. just thought I'd ask. I thought I'd ask because it. Antonio she was like, now. has been in here dropping all this knowledge and 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 just all the things that young people need to know and all people need to know about managing your money and uh antonio we appreciate yes. you coming in thank you good luck tomorrow i'm sure you are going to knock it out thank you guys i really do appreciate the, you guys having the time for me to come in today and come back about... anytime please oh man please come back anytime yeah oh i need to learn some more about making sure i can keep some money I but mean, you can't I, go yeah. tomorrow with your, with your gray hair <laughs> <laughs> Look, you better go to the barbershop, get all get that rinse. Go get you a uh, what, go get you a billionaire boys. Matter of fact, go get Ben's cheetah jacket, go get and that. they might let I'll you be in. in the building, huh? I love it. She was like, "No, there's a time in the life where you just have to say it, it's over it's for over, you. It's over for you. Just accept your 400 credit score <laughs> and oh keep it moving. <laughs> just, just accept it. We all got to start somewhere. What's, what's, what's we all got to start Look, somewhere. Take your rest card. <laughs> take your rest. anyway. This is going down a rabbit hole. Antonio Morris will be speaking at the 15th Annual Investment Conference at the Wisconsin Center tomorrow. Once again, we thank Antonio for coming in. Money Coach alumnus with Secure Futures. Make sure you check that out. And we will have more on the other side. Keep it locked on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth. The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. June is National Home Ownership Month, and only 25% of African Americans in the city of Milwaukee own their homes, despite the fact we make up over 40% of the population. This is why the award-winning 1017 The Truth is proud to announce our first annual home buying seminar on Wednesday, June 14th, presented by ACTS Housing and BMO Harris Bank. We will have home buying coaches and mortgage advisors on site to break down the home buying process and get you pre-approved for a home loan. Limited spots are available, so go to 1017thetruth.com to secure your space today. Truth Nation, Telly. Yes? Got a question for y'all. Our Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Telly, you have daughters? Two of them. Are we done with Florida? Because you know Florida used to be that state where it's like, okay, I'm either... We showed up for Florida. We go for Disney World or we go for vacation in Miami, Tampa Bay. The NAACP has just issued a travel advisory for what they and I'm I'm quoting for African Americans saying that the state of Florida is openly hostile towards African Americans under Governor DeSantis administration. What we do in Truth Nation, because this is, you know, it's summertime. People are planning trips. I know I love going to Disney World as a child. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of times, you know, you get that last minute itch to take a vacation as an adult. Let's go to Miami. I love Miami. I have a sibling that lives in Miami. So what what are we doing? Yeah. Are we black people? Actually, it's not even a black. It's any Anybody to me who was a human being. Are we done with Florida because again the NAACP has just issued just issued a travel advisory for Florida saying that the state is quote openly hostile toward African Americans under Governor DeSantis administration and like you said it's not even just African Americans there's an attack on on the LGBTQ community uh, to the point where Disney backed out of a two billion dollar mm-hmm. deal in the state of Florida because of the things that Ron DeSantis is trying to implement to challenge everything that the LGBTQ community is doing, and that was going to bring not only two. It was a two billion dollar project, but I want to say it was. 2,500 jobs. It was going to provide so much. But because of the state of where the state of Florida is, no pun intended, it is it is going to make people think twice about going. But for the And NCAA, to your point, yeah. just to add, mm-hmm. it's not just the LGBTQ community and the black community. This this announcement from the NAACP, Telly, it came days after LULAC, which is the League of United Latin American Citizens. They also issued. So the NAACP responded to the first travel advisory, oh, wow. okay. which was issued again by the League of United Latin American Citizens because DeSantis signed a new immigration law 
that is now going to go into effect in July, which pretty much is an oppression towards Latin American citizens. Yeah. So you've got the members of the Latin American community, mm-hmm. the black community, the LGBT community, where Governor DeSantis pretty much is making aggressive attempts to erase black history, to restrict any type of diversity, equity, inclusion, initiatives, focus. And I know a lot of people, they feel a certain way about DNI, but Telly, here's the thing. DeSantis is like anything to do with non-white people, non-straight white people in the state of Florida, it needs to go away. Yeah, to me, I think clearly it's all about politics. It is DeSantis trying to become the Republican nominee. And the only way he's going to do that is by getting some of Donald Trump's voters. Meaning, what do you do? You start doing things that Trump would do. And Trump isn't a governor of anywhere, so he can't pass any laws or do anything. But that's exactly what Ron DeSantis is doing down in Florida. He's trying to find ways to do things, these these radical things, and and say, okay, I'm I'm just like Trump, but not really. And I want to help take our country back, which is to me still one of the craziest statements ever. But uh, or make America great again, which was a slogan that I've was stolen. I've always wanted to know what does that mean again? Like, yeah. as as like you saying like go uh, back to slavery, no, go back to Jim Crow. I, what, I, what do you I mean, mean again? Even the origin of that, Denise, that was Ronald Reagan's slogan when he ran for president. So anyway, my whole take is, I I know it's going to be tough to get everyone united and. and trying to ban travel and ban spending time in Florida. But like you said, Denise, it's a popular vacation destination, uh, not just for Americans, but for like people around the world go to Disney. It's not just people from Wisconsin or Iowa or whatever. So, I mean, I'm with, I'm with the NAACP because here's the thing. Ron DeSantis also publicly tweeted describing Daniel Penny. Now, for those who aren't familiar with Daniel Penny, Daniel Penny is the individual that was video recorded, video recorded of killing Jordan Neely via a chokehold on a New York subway. Ron DeSantis, this is, I quote, this is a quote of, of his tweet. He tweeted this specifically on May 12th. So last week, wasn't that Mother's Day, by the way? What's wrong with Ron DeSantis? Isn't that Mother's Day? (laughs) This is what his tweet said. We must defeat the Soros-funded DAs. Stop the left's pro-criminal agenda and take back the streets for law-abiding citizens. Telly, I had no problem with that. I had no problem with that statement. Mm -hmm. This is what then follows. And I quote Ron DeSantis' tweet. We stand... With good Samaritans like Daniel Penny, let's show this Marine dot, dot, dot. America's got his back. Speaking of which, Daniel Penny, the human being that killed another human being on a New York subway for making him feel comfortable. My thing is, 
have you been to, you've been in New York several times, Telly? Yes. You've rode the subway, right? Yes. When you see homeless people on the subway screaming or demonstrating basically mental illness, have you ever felt compelled to take your physical strength, <laughs> wrap your arms around them and choke them to death? No weapon, no knife, no gun, no just mental illness. Matter of fact, let me let me get your opinion. Have you ever done that? Have you ever felt the need to kill somebody with your bare hands on a New York subway? Never. Exactly. <laughs> this man had no weapon. Jordan Neely had no weapon. And Daniel Penny is being described by Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, as a good Samaritan. You're telling me that being a good Samaritan in this country includes... Choking another human being to death. Now, what kills me is that he says, we've got your back. America's got your back. Y'all ready for this? You want to know how much this country has Daniel Penny's back versus Jordan Neely? So Jordan Neely's family created a GoFundMe for his funeral costs. Okay, they raised about $150,000 on GoFundMe. I'm sure there were other donations, acts of charity. Are y'all ready for this? Daniel Penny's legal defense fund has collected, and this was as of last week, so it's probably more than this. Y'all ready for this? Just take a guess how much money, Telly, that Daniel Penny's legal fund has well, collected. I know last week it was up to $1.5 million, uh, probably two point five by now. You are exactly right. $2.6 million. Yeah. They say that it's like an average of $500,000. Now, I don't know about you. So do you get that money? Like, how does the GoFundMe work? Well, so this is this is separate. This is Did he cash out and be like, all right. Well, yeah. But this is so this is his legal defense fund. Okay. So I I'm I don't think he's using GoFundMe as a platform to collect money for his legal fund. He may or may not, it's I it's not disclosed. But here's the disgusting part. Jordan Neely's family had a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. $150,000. Daniel Penny's legal fund for killing another human being. Not only being described as a good Samaritan, his legal defense fund, $2.6 million. It's probably more than that because this was as of last t- uh, Tuesday. What does this send? What message is this sending, Telly? <laughs> well... Between Florida, New York, anywhere. Like, what is this? What kind of message is this sending to Americans to say, you good Samaritan? We're so proud of you. We got America's got your back. So, see, that's what I'm saying. Ron DeSantis and he's is not, not a Marine. He's an ex Marine. He's an ex Marine. But Ron yeah. DeSantis does not view you, you people like me and you that look like the way we look. We're not Americans. It goes back to the slave days of human trafficking where. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. We weren't considered human beings. Ron DeSantis does not look at people of color. He does not look at members of the LGBTQIA plus community as human beings. That's why he said America's got your back. Because anybody outside of that yeah. is an American. If you're, if you're white and you're straight, then you're an American. Anything outside of that? We're going to race yeah. you. Yeah. Ron DeSantis, thank God for my grandmother because my grandmother used to always tell me, man didn't give it to you. Man can't take it away from you. No 
your higher power. There it is. And walk and trust in it. Truth Nation, the talk and text line is 833-212-1017. Are, are, are we going to Florida or not? Nah? Because you know you'll get that text. <laughs> hey, girl, what you doing next weekend? Nothing. What you doing? We should go to Miami. You know DJ Khaled doing something. You know there's a uh, – man, they have so many Where events. are they? And, How come and, they're not saying anything? Who? DJ Khaled. Where's the – I mean, he, he usually got a lot to say about everything else. You know, like I don't lose weight. Losing weight is for losers. Okay, well we'll 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 check back in with you, Khaled, in about thirty years. See how that's working like, for you. Yeah, if you make it that far, come on, big pun. Have his, you, right with his oxygen tank, talking about yeah, yeah. Uh, man. Come on, y'all. Yeah, we got to do better. Got to do better. So no, I, I don't recall any Florida celebrities. Now Florida is another state where a lot of people have relocated because there's no state taxes yeah. in Florida. But, I mean, if you remember, we talked about it probably a few weeks ago where Dwayne and Gabrielle said they were moving out of Florida because of some of those things. Exactly. So, uh, as far that's as one, we know, though. that's the only— What about Diddy? What about Rick Ross? What about Khaled? All of them. Had, I, I mean, I need all to hear... those celebrities that got places on Star Island. Uncle Luke! Yeah. Where you at? Yeah. Trick Daddy. What up, man? Trick Daddy. Trick love the kids. Trick, yeah, trick love the kids. They kill me. <laughs> then when it come to this— I just get a little concerned. Something to talk about. Absolutely. All those celebrities that aren't speaking. So when we come back, we're going to get into some more good news and some more things that we need to be aware of. This is Milwaukee Black Talk Radio on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new award-winning 1017 FM, The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Becoming a society that is funding isms, whether it's racism, homophobism. I mean, it's just like, so I, I'm not sure if <laughs> you saw this video. I think we talked about it briefly, Telly, on the show a couple of weeks ago. So there was a video of a healthcare worker who happens to be a white lady. Her name is Sarah Jane Comrie. And there was a video that released this lady attempting to get one of those city bikes. It was like electric charge city bikes. And she was trying to take it from a group of, of young gentlemen who had already paid for it. Like the bike is, is with us. It's registered in our name. We've paid for it. And she decided that she was going to pretend to cry while yelling for help. 
creating this perception that her life was in danger just because as they were arguing over the bike, just because they wouldn't give it to her. So she literally just starts to pretend to cry. And she knew what she was doing because she knows that in this country, if and when a white woman cries for help, being surrounded by a group of young black men, you already know. She knew. This is this was a clear exhibit of of using a, a privilege and in the context of race, being okay with the deadly consequences that could have happened. I.e. Emmett Till. Do we have video of that? Because I mean, I'm sorry, audio of that. Do we? Um, I don't, I'm not sure. Let's see if you yeah. let's see Alex because Alex yeah. he's so dope. Can you pull yeah. up the audio? I know for Alex will be on it. I Sarah I, uh, Jane Comrie. That's C O M R I E. Because at, when I saw the video, I was like just thrown back. But it so reminded me of when the bird watcher in New York mm-hmm. uh, was in Central Park. And he was minding his own business. And I think it was a white woman's dog or something. Something happened. And then yeah. she turned it around on yeah. him and was just like, oh, my gosh. And then it was kind of funny. At I'm the being end. attacked. Yeah, she said she's being attacked. But the funny, thing, the funny part about it was <laughs> everybody was like, how many brothers you know go out and watch birds? Like, who are the bird watchers? <laughs> But to Ballot each his point. own. <laughs> hey, but to each his he's own. A Renaissance man, he does it all. Yeah, but regardless, if you want to watch birds or alligators, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't be well, accused of attacking someone if you well, haven't attacked them. Here's the thing: she's been. This lady has been charged with, and I want to get the official charge, but it it basically is associated with. A hate crime. She was put on administrative leave by her employer, and she's a she's a healthcare worker. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Once this became public information, donations started pouring in. Her family created a GoFundMe. The goal was thirty five thousand dollars. Everybody need money, man. Like, golly. Are you ready for this? She's already raised for her legal bills $150,000. She don't even need to go back to work. You know, this is this is the country that we live in because here's the thing. She knew Telly. That's why I tell my black son who's 25. When you when you go to certain places and in, in those situations where you truly are the minority. Yeah, it's it's not don't good. don't make a certain demographic upset, because as soon as they say a certain word like help rape. I'm in danger. That gives every right. And then after my son is dead and I have to bury my son and live with burying my child, I'm watching this person get money we got winky on the truth talking text line 833-212-1017 good morning winky what's your question or comment my, my comment is uh, about the uh the fact that comments that you were talking about and um you know it, 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 it's, it's ironic that 
NAACP, sorry about that, that the NAACP would come out with a boycott message or memo. It was a travel advisory. uh, Travel advisory. Just be advised if you you choose to travel. No, we need to to say it right, Winky. There's a difference between saying boycott and travel advisory. They're saying that we are advising you not to travel to Florida due to the restrictions that have been placed. So boycotting would be totally different. But go ahead. Well, well, I'm glad that you said that. Could you could you define the difference? If it's an advisory, but with the still, it, it's an undertone of saying don't go. But I understand what you're saying as well. It's it, the undertone is don't fool with it. However, when you get that from the NAACP, and I see what they did out in California about three weeks ago, um, I you know I, I would tell anybody to just uh, uh, take your subscriptions back. And your money back from the NAACP because here in San Francisco was saying we're gonna give them five million dollars a piece. NAACP came in and said no, 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 no. Give it to programs and we'll make sure the money is distributed. Well, that's what's going on right now. Uh, the, the programs are getting the monies and not distributing the money all across the country. These nonprofits they want they want to be in control of the money. And guess what happened in, in return? They well, California is starting to pull back. And put a kibosh on it because here, 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 here the NAACP for advancement of colored people. And if you're not careful, those colored people that they're representing, uh, especially out there in California, will not be the black American that you and I are. So, you know, I, I'm not. Uh, and then you got to realize uh, uh, this guy is pandering to the military base right now. And election time is coming. He's going to say a lot of dumb stuff that you and I ain't going to agree with because it's a pandering to those to the uh, 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 to the militant to the military. But I had to throw that in because uh, the, N- the NAACP is, is, is really getting on my nerves with some of the some of this uh, uh, antics that they're putting out there. But thank you and uh, uh, have a nice day. Thank you. Wa- excuse me. <laughs> thank you, Winky. Thank you. For, I'm sorry. I was reading the screen. Thank you, Winky, for calling. Appreciate you always sharing your insight and intellect. When we come back from break, we're going to listen to the audio of the video of the healthcare worker that screamed for help in front of a group of young black men, young white lady screaming help for trying to get a bike that was already paid for and registered in the young black gentleman's name. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. You are listening to the new award-winning 1017 The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. No, no, record it, record it, record it, record it. Help me! Please help me. This is not your bike. Please help me. This is not your bike. Please help me, help! Please get off me. Please help! Yo, don't let him take it, bro. Now you're not getting the bike, bro. Now you're not getting the bike, bro. Help! That was the audio from Sarah, a lady in New York that accused a group of young men who happened to be black that she was being threatened. Now, if you get a chance to watch the video, 
you will see literally where after she screams, help, help, there's another gentleman, older gentleman who happens to be white. He comes over and she starts pretending to cry. No tears. Just, I mean, it was like an Academy Award performance. It was like. No, it was a terrible performance. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it just, what I'm, what I'm curious to know is are we becoming a society? This is not even about. This is more to me about humanity. I didn't want to say it's not about race because obviously it is. But do we really understand the messaging that we're sending when people of a certain race or ethnicity have been portrayed as threats, have been portrayed as thieves, thugs, terrorists, and then to be accused wrongfully like does she understand the severity of what she just did those young brothers could have been murdered yeah the police could have came handcuffed them there would have been emotions and then some gun would have went off and then somebody if not more than one of the young men would have been shot and worst case killed so what's the difference between that and a false police report in my opinion great question like if there's such a, a a crime or penalty for falsely accusing someone, that has to apply in this situation as well. Because, once again, if no video was around, it's her word against their word. Mm-hmm. Who will be believed? Well, apparently the country is saying that they believe her, even though the video clearly demonstrates what she was doing. And that not only do they believe her, despite what you see and hear in the video, they're going to financially support her legal fund. What kind of message is that sending as human beings in this in this world, in this country? And as we wrap up, I will say this. So, Telly, you, you know, in Truth Nation, I just came back from London. I spent a whole week in Europe. Uh, the majority of the time I was in London, spent a couple of days in Cardiff, which is Wales, and then I went to Paris for a day. During my time in London, I was very, very intentional about watching the news. And so CNN is all over the world. So as you know, Telly, as a, as a broadcasting journalist, they have their versions. So CNN, you know, the British CNN, the Chinese CNN, the... Um, French CNN. The world is watching. And when they talk about America, it's not it's not this telly. It's not, oh, those silly, dumb Americans. It is seriously. What is going on in y'all's country to where people can get killed on trains and be described? The person that is the murderer to be described as a good Samaritan. Why are hundreds of people? There's been over, what, 200 mass shooting victims in this country? Yeah. And And it's what, May? May, yeah. Still got seven more months to go. It used to be, oh my gosh, you're an American? How is it? Oh man, I want to go to America. I want to live there. I see so many great things on TV. Now it's, what's wrong? What's, What's going on in America? They're like, I'm good over here. Basically, Telly, I will say this. The first, the first time I felt 
safe in a long time in terms of being around a lot of people, like in a public, like outside, lots of people, crowds, was last week in Piccadilly, which is the New York Times of London. Like Times Square in New York, that's what the Piccadilly is in London. It's people everywhere. People are sitting around this big fountain. And Truth Nation, I'm just trying to understand where are we going as a country? The media, the images that we're seeing, I mean, mental illness. And speaking of mental illness, really, Telly, your Lakers are 3 and oh. Just had to slide that in before we leave because you was like a week ago, yeah, you go Lakers. In other news, Carmelo <laughs> Anthony just announced his retirement after 19 seasons. I get it. I'm a Bears fan, so I know how you feel. No, you don't. No? You don't. Y'all Why? ain't used to winning. We used to winning, and we're not winning right now. You're not used to winning, so we're not alike. You like that, Alex? <laughs> you are the listening. Bears are like the Knicks. <laughs> no, you see, you do this strategically because you hear the closing music. Truth Nation, thank get y'all up, so much. Get out and get something. You hear the music. <laughs> I, you, I can't wait till the Bears go to the Super Bowl. You will not be going to my party. I got a whole long list. Yeah. Of people who will not be invited. I don't, I don't even know if I'm going to be kicking it at 75 like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, make it a great Monday. Thank you all so much for listening. Coming up is the Sherwin Hughes Show. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We love you. We wish you a great, great Monday. And we will be back tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Peace out.